Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And today we're talking about Wakanda Forever, Black yeah. Panther 2. First one really left this sense of, like, grandeur, this, mm-hmm. this big feeling of, like, this was something important that it kind of just left mm-hmm. you wanting, waiting to see what happens mm-hmm. in number two. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. It's been so long that, uh, unfortunately, uh, Chadwick Boseman passed. Uh, and honestly, a good section of this movie, a good, like, 20 minutes here and there, just revolve around him, even though he, he's not in the movie or I mean, anything. A, a lot of, a lot of the movie, like, all of the movie, all of Shuri's character development and stuff in this has to do with him, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it was a lot more, this is the thing that it got me with this movie, really, was that it was a lot more mournful than <laughs> the other, uh, Marvel movies. Even the ones about, that were about... You know, Iron Man dying and yeah, so like on. Yeah, like Iron Man dying or Black Widow or something. Yeah. Yeah, they they those things just kind of happened and they were sad and people like uh, grieved. Mm-hmm. But this movie was about mourning. It was weird for a Marvel mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I cried three times. <laughs> I cried three times watching this movie. One at the beginning, uh, once near the end, and one at the end. So I'll, yeah, I've cried three times in it. Uh, um, it definitely made me love uh, M'Baku even more. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I loved him in the first one, but I don't know. He's just the best. I, yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I didn't cry in this movie at all. I, there was a couple moments where I was like, oh, this, this is genuinely, you know, getting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a couple moments with M'Baku where I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, my, there was a couple points where I had my butthole puckered. I was nervous. Yeah, there was a lot of nerve-wracking moments <laughs> in this. Um... So uh, I guess we'll get more started <laughs> than what we already are. Um, the movie Black Panther Two is about uh, the the morning of uh, T'Challa. I almost forgot his name. Um, mourning him and finding a new Black Panther, or you know, keeping Wakanda protected and strong, and then some. Sneaky underwater fellas show up. <laughs> I say sneaky because they've been hidden for hundreds of years. Yeah. Like, nobody's ever found them. Mm-hmm. And the the Americans, obviously, um, obviously. Want, they want to take down Wakanda. Like, they want their weapons because that's how America is. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, we've been to war because of wanting weapons and stuff. Yeah. We, honestly, we've been to war for far less than, than whatever the hell vibranium is. Yeah. But uh, they find some vibranium in this part of the ocean and Atlantis, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mexican Atlantis. They are uh, not okay with that. They need to protect their resources. And so they come to Wakanda to try to make an alliance, but it doesn't work out so well because... They, they butt heads with um, the scientist who created the, the the machine to find vibranium is just a college kid who was smart enough <laughs> and Wakanda does not want to kill her. But uh, the, the Mayans, the underwater Mayans, um, they want to kill her because that protects their whole society and way of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> it just ends up being this really odd... Uh you know, uncomfortable conflict between uh, the the people of Wakanda and the people of, it's start of the T, right? Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't 
find it. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. Um, but I do know that they're uh, Mayan. Mm-hmm. Um, they come from that culture, so. Yes. Uh, well, either way, it becomes this weird movie of, this not weird, but this uncomfortable conflict of these two extremely powerful and like, uh, se- uh, like separated cultures that have been protecting themselves, picking a fight with each other to protect themselves. It's weird and uh, was very tense the whole time because it was like at any point someone's gonna something bad's gonna really happen because <laughs> yeah. they both have mad power. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but the the Wakamans take on uh this new uh, this new character uh protect her and help her kind of you know come into her own and she helps them in preparations to deal with uh not atlanteans <laughs> uh which uh, at the end of it it comes down to you know the usual marvel big fight with a a surprisingly calm resolution a surprisingly like uh uh, negotiation-based ending, which was mm-hmm. interesting. <laughs> Definitely didn't think that was actually going to happen. But I suppose Namor is a good guy in the comics, so like they're not going to kill him off like Killmonger. Yeah. Um, Black Panther does an interesting thing for me, where so far all of the villains, well, all of like the main villains, like Killmonger and Namor, are villains like they're they're doing bad things but they're not really bad people like killmonger he really just wanted like he was just angry he wanted his people to be stronger to to have the resources to make them better and progress where it was in wakanda that the things he needed was in wakanda but they weren't willing to share that Mm-hmm. And America and the rest of the world weren't doing right by by his people, by mm-hmm. yeah, people of color. And uh, he was upset by it. So like he wasn't like super angry. He just kind of went about it the wrong way. <laughs> well, he was very angry, <laughs> but like and, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I agree. He definitely was like not wrong. Mm-hmm. It was up to the point where it was like, and then genocide. I was like, oh, okay, so like one step too much. <laughs> yeah. Namor, he basically this this Mayan uh, deity. Um, he he also just wants to keep his his uh, family, his culture, his underwater <laughs> kingdom uh, safe because he knows that if uh, the people up top, if you know, landlubbers find <laughs> out that <laughs> um, he exists or that his kingdom exists. They will try to either, you know, attack or they'll try to colonize or something. They will try to invade in one way or another. Um, and he doesn't want that. He wants the peace and the the just amazing life that they've had in their kingdom. He wants it to stay as it is. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's worried about war or about the resources being taken. And I don't blame him. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Like... Like I said, I him and Killmonger have surprisingly similar motivations, uh, you know, to either protect and or uplift their community, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just taken to an extreme level, which, considering the circumstances, honestly, almost makes sense. But more, most of all, with Namor, I think, 
Because with him, he's, I don't know what he was, like 1,200 years old or something? He's from the 1500s. So. Yeah. <laughs> he's extremely old. Uh, old enough to have seen, you know, smallpox take away the culture that he came from. Mm-hmm. And literally the colonialization destroy a, a part of the world. So, like, to understand, oh, they're developing technology that can now let them come to us. Nah. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to hard nope that. Mm-hmm. And he... <laughs> He doesn't try to, like, invade Wakanda or anything, yeah, like, at first. <laughs> at first, he's like, why don't we figure this out? Like, you don't want them getting vibranium from Wakanda and getting your technology. I don't want that either. Um, so why don't we work together and mm-hmm. just kind of, like, you know, destroy them all? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which, of course, is where Wakanda, the good guys, called the line. We can't kill all, all the other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is fair. And that's just, that's honestly, that's where they have their, their discrepancy, discrep- their troubles. <laughs> their pickle. <laughs> um, I believe you're yeah. going for the word discrepancy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I've had really, I've had a lot of trouble lately saying big words. I don't know why. The funny thing is, some of the big words that you had trouble saying, you've said bigger words. <laughs> I don't know, man. Comic uh, Grande. <laughs> it's just what it is. It's my culture. <laughs> it's where I've come from. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, and then with all of that, they're also dealing with the death of T'Challa, their king, the, the Black Panther, who keeps Wakanda safe. Um, other countries are trying to spy on them, try to invade and, and mm-hmm. steal their weapons and their, their technology. And I mean, they're, they got it on, <laughs> on lock, oh, yeah. but they're warrior women and they're, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Um, the, <laughs> the, the fact that this whole movie revolves around two cultures who are trying to protect themselves and their like native resources Mm -hmm. coming around coming out so close to thanksgiving feels like a thing (laughs) it might be i mean it might have been a coincidence but i don't know um a side note part of me is always like should we just like stop celebrating thanksgiving because like at, at, at this point it's just kind of like a celebrate your family thing yeah but it does have roots <laughs> in very awful, uh, awful co- co- colonialization and genocide. So, yeah, I say we move it back a day and just forget about the first half of it and just like hang out and eat food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should be, how about this? Instead of Thanksgiving being on November twenty fifth, make it November twenty, <laughs> and just call it Thanks Family Day. Thanks, thanks day. Good eats day. Food day. Family day. <laughs> um, uh, or just remembrance day. And then we celebrate. Isn't that a thing? It, I don't know. Probably for like patriots. I think that's, I don't a, know. I think that's a holiday. But we do it for more important people like the Native Americans that we killed. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Anyway, just making a little comment. I like that it came out so close to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very fun. Uh, and uh, 
the fact that it the movie has all this stuff going on mm -hmm. and yet the the core of it is still about a, a girl learning to mourn and grieve and mm -hmm. you know get through depression without understanding what the fuck's going on or, like that was weirdly powerful yeah uh, and i don't even like shiri that much she's okay she's okay uh the things that have come out about the actress herself it makes it a little harder for me to like her but i i don't know i i didn't mind it definitely gave me some gay vibes oh yeah her and, and uh, the the new character uh yeah uh iron heart yeah iron heart <laughs> doesn't give her real name her, her character's character name. name just says iron heart uh, just says iron heart oh jeez um, yeah well like here's the thing her actress like doesn't she says some dumb shit uh it seems like she's probably an anti-vaxxer or something so like not great but literally not the worst <laughs> it could be infinitely worse uh my biggest thing with shiri 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 is that her whole character kind of revolves around like and don't be wrong she is oh, her name is riri mm. Her, she is smarter than pretty much everyone around her. Like, that's just yeah. kind of what what she is. But because her character is deliberately written to be kind of a younger person, mm -hmm. her being, you know, hyper-intelligent and kind of being snarky and whatever comes off as just so tired or something. That's because she's a teenager. I know, it is so... I mean, she might not be at this point, but, yeah. like, she does seem like an 18 year old or like a college aged kid who is still finding themselves and growing mm -hmm. so the fact that she's like super annoying about being smart makes sense yeah yeah so like i'm not saying she did a bad acting job i'm saying like the character is in and of herself mm -hmm. kind of annoying <laughs> but like she is cool like she don't get me wrong <laughs> she yeah. she's incredibly um, interesting also had shuri had uh, some tension with nemor at least yeah. I thought maybe it's just me. No, no, no. Look, when Namor was when Namor had her underwater, he was putting on the charm. He really was. I think he was he was putting on the charm to try to persuade her, mm -hmm. but it didn't work. They had such a civilized conversation, and they were so casual about things. And he was just like, you know, we want the same things, the safety of our of our countries, and. The, let's just you know let's do this otherwise you know i'm gonna have to destroy everything and she was like <laughs> did you just threaten me and yes <laughs> he was threatening her but it was so like casual and like just they passed it by so quickly it was so funny it was the most civil threat <laughs> ever per it wasn't just like a small threat it was like i'll burn down your whole country sorry yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty great. Like, cause he did. They did seem to have a mutual admiration for each other. Yeah, I think a part of I think that definitely comes down to like the fact that Namor is to this civilization what her brother was. You know, mm -hmm. he, and she did seem to uh, admire what he had done for that that country, and she really seemed to like think it was a beautiful place, and like felt for the people who lived there. Yeah, it was. It was wet Wakanda, like it was. Yeah. It was so akin to what is her home. Like she understands what he's fighting for. Mm -hmm. So like, it's hard to hate that when you yeah. understand who he is like that. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, she tries to make things better, but then uh, her mother sends in uh, 
T'Challa's ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, spy girl. Yeah, he sends he, she sends in a spy to rescue Shuri, and it just ends in war because underwater mines end up dead. Yeah, and like I, it's like yeah, she fucked up with the killing and the stuff. And she should have at least let Shuri try to heal her, but like, like none of that was uncalled for. Like they're princess was kidnapped they were yeah. saving someone like it it all made sense and none of it seemed like out of like left field aggressive mm-hmm. so like it was it, it, i feel like in a lot of movies there are points where they're trying to like escalate a situation where things will be like why the fuck would you do that like mm-hmm. why and it's like no i i get why mm-hmm. that was your daughter you gotta go and yeah. that's the thing about this movie that felt so weird to me <laughs> Was that nothing seemed crazy over the top? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all understandable. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so like, weird. The, the the motives behind everything is is even though this is a superhero movie, uh, everything is very relatable in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, side note: uh, the 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 cape that Namor wore when he was talking to Shuri. Mm-hmm. The, the big golden thing with the... Fuck, I love that. <laughs> That's it. I really liked it. <laughs> I like Namor. He was great. Yeah, Namor was stylish. He was stylish. He was stylish. Never wore pants. Uh, he's underwater. You can swim with pants on? No, no, no. I respect it. I love it. I, I wish <laughs> I could never wear pants. Shorts all day, every day. We talked about this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so relocating to Arizona. <laughs> Only in my dreams, I guess. Um, so, yeah, uh, a lot happens in this other than, you know, Shuri, um, finally mourning T'Challa. Uh, unfortunately, the Queen of Wakanda passes as well. Yeah. Um, Namor, he wrecks things a little bit when he, he shows up to Wakanda. (laughs) If it weren't for him backing off, I have pretty sure he could have wiped out wakanda yeah they were not ready for a fight at that moment no 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 uh especially not a tsunami (laughs) right which is basically what happened uh yeah the it was it was interesting to see especially since wakanda has been built up to be this like not just global superpower but this like beyond superpower something untouchable that mm-hmm. even the united states and other actual you know humans <laughs> civilization or real life human civilization can't touch them uh and then out of nowhere comes these people who just wipe the floor with them mm-hmm. it, it really set attention to it yeah i mean you don't expect there to be a kingdom of underwater people you know they don't <laughs> they didn't have their aquaman yet now they do <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it it was cool. I enjoyed the heck out of it. Also, like even when he was doing bad, even when he was doing bad things, Namor always seemed kind of like. I so, told you. Yeah, like he was, he was always very forward. Like, hey, don't fuck with us. We will hurt you. All right, you fucked with us. Like, I'm gonna hurt you now. Yeah, and he 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 was like, well, you're queen now, so you can make the choices. Now you can make the choice that is right for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it was also pretty cool to see the the new character of Riri Williams. Um, you kind of—it's not hard to figure out who she's going to be, um, but 
at first she, you know, you just think she's a really smart college scientist, you know, or mechanic or whatever you want to call it. She's a very smart lady. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but then they're fleeing from the American government and she jumps into a giant metal suit and it's like, ah, we understand. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Ironheart, not Iron Man. Yes, yeah, because she is you know, not a man. Not a man. <laughs> uh, although I do love, <laughs> I do love that in that scene where they're about to get chased by the police, uh, she puts on her suit, and you can hear in the background one of the cops saying, "Oh, she's got an Iron Man suit." Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, they yeah. just understand, like, "Oh no, that's back to front." <laughs> yeah, an Iron Man suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I imagine that after his passing, his suits just are now in a government facility. Mm -hmm. I can't. Im no, I, I, maybe, but I feel like Pepper has to have them, right? I don't know. They're also weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, maybe they're locked. No one can get into them. Yeah. But, it, I don't know, it was really cool to see the different cultures and the the struggle they had with the, the landlubbers or, you know, the, the people on land or the people around them trying to basically just colonize them take what they have for themselves mm -hmm. um white people white people um <laughs> land people baby land people um i think some of my favorite parts were big fight scenes like i really loved the the end fight scene with um namor and shuri that was pretty epic that was definitely one of the highlights especially the ending of course mm -hmm. uh you know one one scene that was one of i think possibly my favorite hmm. oh one of the opening scenes with the queen yeah in the the un or whatever oh yeah. <laughs> where, yeah where she just fucking spat in their faces yeah they, they're basically saying the whole time like <clears throat> okay um under their breath they're like okay well king's dead so let's like let's like give it to him and so when she comes in they're like all right miss queen of wakanda uh we i feel bad i don't remember her name um but they're like you have one of the most powerful countries in the world ramonda that's her name uh queen ramonda has the, the, the like most powerful country in the world mm -hmm. and they know that she has you know weapons and vibranium and why doesn't she give the vibranium to other countries to help them um she's just probably you know making the weapons herself so she can wage war on the rest of them and all that stuff and she just is like you know what just because the king is dead just because the black panther is not alive right now doesn't mean you guys can walk all over us we are still incredibly powerful <laughs> and you should back off a little and if you try to invade our country it will mean war and we will wipe you out <laughs> yeah and they're immediately like pooping in their pants <laughs> uh and there's this whole like uh pretend like there's a moment where they're just pretending like ah we have we would never do anything like that we'd never try to take from blah 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 mm -hmm. we're doing civilized things uh, which apparently you know whatever and then she's like bullshit here's ten of your guys who invaded our country 
on your orders. Mm-hmm. Here you go. We didn't kill them. You're welcome. Yep. The the, the warriors walk in, Okoye, with her staff and the those dumb, dumb idiots with their hands behind their back. <laughs> it, it's a it's a pretty great scene. It's a, it's really like a screw you sort of deal, and it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though the story was you know very heavily surrounding Shuri mm-hmm. and her process, and also her coming to you know power and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, what was her name? The Akoye. Yeah, Akoye had her own arc in this that was. Uh, honestly, very sad. I think her, the scene with, with her and the queen was the one that almost made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> really, it was. Uh, and uh, just watching her fight so hard to, like, you know, protect these people who she considers basically family, mm-hmm. even though because of things have happened, she's almost shunned and disowned by these... It was it was rough. It was cool. I liked seeing the whole yeah. thing. Um when when Ashuri gets kidnapped by Namor, uh, the Queen Ramonda lays into Okoye. You know, she's like, you said you would protect my daughter. You took her on that mission, convinced me it was okay, and now she's kidnapped. You are no longer general. Yeah. You can leave right now. Give me, give me your staff. Leave. And Okoye gets on her knees and begs to make it right. And, uh, the queen says no, so she has to walk away and let other somebody else take care of this mess that she kind of made. Yeah. And uh, it's it's rough. It's hard. It definitely had this sense of like, cause like she she brought her along because she wanted to help Shuri. Like it was mm-hmm. all done in good faith and good spirit, and no one expects you know Atlanteans to come out and punch you with a whale. Yeah. <laughs> but they had a deal. They had yeah. a deal that they would find the scientists and bring them to the Atlanteans, the Mayans. <laughs> but then the Mayans just show up anyway. And it's like, well, you gotta give us a second. We gotta <laughs> cater to you. But instead, they attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, you know, it wasn't like she was being too reckless or anything. So, like, seeing this was difficult, but it really reminded me of, like, like a sibling, like an older sibling trying to take their their kid sibling out to help them experience the world to get, you know, some more time away from the family so they can grow in, in their own selves. And then something bad happening and just the family devastating them. Mm-hmm. It, it felt right. <laughs> to, to like, in terms of the movie, like, it was good to watch. Yeah, it was very good. Um, I think... The end fight, I really liked that. But um, another, the other part that I really, really, really liked was when Shuri went to, she, she finally figured out how to create um, one of the flowers. Um, oh, yeah. And she eats it, or drinks it, rather. And she goes into, like, the, the, the spirit realm. And she's supposed to see her ancestors. So, you know, you're expecting her, her dad or... Some strange, I guess, CGI version of T'Challa, and I was oh. really worried because I thought I thought they were gonna do that, um, make a you know computerized T'Challa, try to make him look real, but they did even better. 
even I, I do believe that Chadwick Bosman is an, an amazing actor and he I think this movie did really well by him. Um if he were still alive, I think that this scene still would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Because Killmonger shows up and I, I it was so quiet in the theater and I just made the grossest sound. Um, it was it was a little unexpected and fun, mm-hmm. and he shows up and he's like, "So, are you like your brother? Are you gonna be noble, or are you gonna be like me and get get stuff done?" <laughs> and it's just it's so good. And when she she comes to, she gets her powers, but she's not willing to tell anyone who she saw in the ancestral realm because she's kind of embarrassed. I think. Oh yeah, I mean he's. He's not just the dark sheep. He's literally on a different farm. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, like she's embarrassed that she didn't see her brother or her dad. But she's also, I think, hurt that she didn't see them because she was really hoping to see them one more time. Mm-hmm. She wasn't able to see T'Challa as he passed. She was in her uh, laboratory trying to trying to fix him. Um, so I think it was it was a little bit of that as well. Mm-hmm. Also, the. The the fact that he was, you know, still confident mm-hmm. that he was right after all of that. Fucking love that. <laughs> I, I swear. <laughs> so good. Um, after dying and going through all that shit, he was just like, well, I mean. Michael B. Jordan <laughs> is fantastic. And Killmonger is an amazing character. He's so fun. He's a villain, but he's so fun. <laughs> His relentless confidence is inspiring. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, earlier on I said that this movie also made me like M'Baku even more. In the first movie, you get to see that he's just this like goofy, big, strong man who runs the gorilla tribe. Um, And then in this one, you also get to see like a softer side to him a little bit. And he tries to be like this older brother figure to Shuri and help her on her path. And and, uh, because he told T'Challa that he would try to keep her safe. Um, and it's really cool to see, uh, especially at the end where, if I'm not mistaken, he becomes king of Wakanda. I believe so. Which is freaking amazing because, you know, Queen Ramonda isn't around anymore and Shuri goes to Haiti because she needs time. (laughs) She needs time to mourn and to figure things out. And he's just like what I've always wanted. <laughs> what I have literally always wanted. Yes. Uh, I'm down for Boombaka being in, in charge of all yeah, this shit. I think he'll be a, honestly a very good king. And they're growing more of that, that plant, so maybe he'll be the new Black Panther or, mm-hmm. or another Black Panther. Which is weird, because like, the reason it's called Black Panther is because it's the pan- Panther like group that mm-hmm. is in control. Because each one is like has a different animal or different figure, different, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. symbol. And theirs is a panther, which is why they're the Black Panther. If his is a gorilla, would he be... He might be. Like a black gorilla, which sounds extremely racist. It sounds very racist. Definitely should not be the name of that hero. Um, I just call him Mbaku. <laughs> I just call him Mbaku. It's just my name. But he... Yeah, that'd be really cool to see him with that sort of strength of that that power because mm-hmm. like of all of the tribes in that community his is the one that's like 
Yeah, but my armor is just wood, and I'm just gonna hit you with a big stick mm-hmm. because fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want any of that new technology. Which is so weird. It's it's very unexpected. Uh, that because they're one of the strongest ones, right? Mm-hmm. And yet they're, they're it's interesting. I don't know. I'm into it. Yeah. Also very like good. I also like that he's kind of a big dum dum. Uh, you know, personality wise, he's meant to be sort of like a himbo. But in this movie, he's like, yeah, guys, why the fuck would we try to fight this fish man? This is a dumb idea. Yeah, like, uh, literally, he's just like, we can just kill him. <laughs> yeah, he's laying out true facts. Is it the smartest thing? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. But, like, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the end, Shuri almost kills Namor. And then she's like, ah, but... Killmonger. <laughs> and she's like, okay, fine. I'll be more like my brother or like uh, find my own self and be more like myself. You know, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be like her brother or like Killmonger. She wants to be her her own, uh, be on her own path. And uh, she decides to make some sort of like truce with uh, Nemour and work together. Yeah. And she's like, okay, so... I let you live, Wakanda will protect you, but you don't attack anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to war. This is just a, we'll help each other if things go bad. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't know, the fact that, the fact that the ending of this movie was, you know, came down to negotiation and, like, uh, actual peace collaboration, like, that was... uh, unexpected in a Marvel movie like it's yeah however uh Mayan Hermes does at the end decide to be a little bit more evil oh yeah and he's like he's like his his um I'm assuming his uh love interest in his kingdom uh her name is Namora so I mean that's a little weird but a on the nose <laughs> it's, that's, that's what her name was um, she's like, I, how could you? Like, I thought you were strong. I thought you were going to protect us. How could you, um, make a deal, let them live after they, you know, hurt us so bad? And he's like, well, they are the most powerful country on earth or on land. And so if anything happened, excuse me, um, you know, they, they would have each other's back. So like, yeah, it definitely gave off some like. Everything went according to plan vibes, mm-hmm. you know? It was yeah. very good. That, I mean, that way, you know, if anything happened to Namor's kingdom, he could just be like, hey, Wakanda, oh, they're hurting us, help! Even if he might have made the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, or someday, if Wakanda needed help, they would go to, like, their one ally, because everybody else is scared of them, um, which would be no more. And he's more than willing to fight. Uh, no, yeah, that that ending with his, like, I don't know, he said, had almost, like, this smile to him, like, mm-hmm. no, everything was, it was, this is perfect. This is exactly what I wanted. Like, goddamn guy. <laughs> you know, it might not be exactly what he wanted, but he's, 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 uh, being optimistic. <laughs> he's a, he's a glass, half, glass half a full kind of guy. 
Yeah, I mean, at the end, he got the alliance he wanted, I guess. Mm-hmm. I also want to say that every time he came out of the water, it was like a James Bond moment. <laughs> he oh, yeah. really was like a James Bond girl. It was amazing. Yeah, just slicking the hair back. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I was taken. I was I was taken by Namor. Uh, literally, the only thing was the silly wing feet. Yeah, the wing feet was weird. And when he fought Shuri... Like, she would go to town on him, and he'd be fine. But then, she hurts his wing foot, and that is immensely painful. And it's very, like, Achilles, Hermes vibes for for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, mythology overlaps so much. Yeah. Uh, Especially with, like, like, comic books, they take so much inspiration from, like, older myths. That it's just like, well, it makes sense that his one weakness would be the tiny little wings fluttering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so silly. But the rest of them's really cool. <laughs> also, his his kryptonite in this ended up being getting dry. Yeah. <laughs> getting... Be, being too hot. Don't he can't go to the desert. <laughs> nah, not a bad day for him. Uh <clears throat> any other like major scenes or moments that you want to talk about before we give some ratings? Maybe the very end where Shuri has a moment of, like, remembrance for T'Challa and gets to meet her nephew. Mm, yes. Uh, the the brightest ending that we could have possibly had. Mm-hmm. It, it was very much uh, a setup. I'm not saying that they're going to involve the, the, the kid in any real movies or any real plot points, but just the idea of, like, ah. Uh, there's more to come. There is mm-hmm. legacy and potential and history to be made. That was... Nakia. That's her name. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, that was pretty cool because I don't exactly remember the name of the fake name that Nakia introduced her son with, but then he's like, my real name is Prince T'Challa of Wakanda and it's just it's very like oh yeah like of course you are that's amazing <laughs> it's awesome that he that even though T'Challa has passed he has this legacy and and um Nakia and his son were able to mourn him and like for some reason kept just kept secret that he existed but well I mean he is a tiny child and the prince would get kidnapped yeah the prince yeah. of the most powerful country in the goddamn world <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh you know there's a lot of weird responsibility that comes with that yeah i i don't know let's get down to the to the rating yes so i believe we usually break this down into vibe skill and messaging like mm-hmm. purpose uh vibe uh i mean the style <laughs> of namor alone is <laughs> giving this an eight and then the the fucking fight scenes and just the 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 general uh sense and look of everything at least a nine i'm giving it a nine that's my score um i would let okoye uh, no. split me with his staff <laughs> so, well um, that's a m rating right now. <laughs> so i would um give it a 10 <laughs> um but yeah uh i i always love a black panther movie I think out of all of the Marvel movies I have watched, they are probably in my top. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's very unique, the like uh, future Afro style of, of Wakanda in general. 
Uh, it was I, also just very beautiful. You don't see a lot of uh, like mainstream, very popular movies that are like African or you know uh, really steeped in in black culture. And I don't know. It's just it's very interesting for me, anyways, and and, and nice to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, skill wise, mm-hmm. so you know, acting, writing, the 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 whole gambit. Uh, I think for me this one's this one's a little hard because I feel like despite everything the movie was amazing but it felt really slow something in the pacing felt off hmm. I don't know about that maybe because it was trying to go at the pace of Shuri's <laughs> morning I don't know I mean it's very possible uh and like that that would that would make sense I'm not saying it wouldn't doesn't I'm just saying that, like, it, for me, it just felt a little stumbly on, on mm. the pacing. Uh, it's still amazing. Like, I, I'm going to go with an 8 for, for skill. Because, like, all of the acting was still impeccable. Uh, I'm going to go with a 10. Of course. I really like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, purpose, messaging, and whatnot. Uh, this one it might be my 10, I think, because... Everything had its own meaning. Everything had its own purpose. Uh, the movie was about Shuri's mourning, but it was also leading up to this this larger scope idea of you know hope, of potential, of the future, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know the the thing we want from a Marvel movie is always you know what's next. That's the whole point of the, this <laughs> continuing universe. And to have what's next be literally anything, mm-hmm. I think, was more impactful than just what's next. Uh, Harry Styles in a space suit. <laughs> you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Um, so, yeah. so yeah, I think with purpose they really they really hit it, and with messaging and meanings, like again, the fact that this was a movie about landlubbers uh, trying to force these cultures to give up their natural resources causing the these you know uh, actively minority cultures to fight each other instead and the re- like real life yeah and Whoa. go figure and then their whole resolution being hey let's fucking not let's yeah. just fucking not hate each other right now yeah let's try to work together again ends on this to defeat <laughs> the landlords. again ends on this incredibly hopeful message you know uh, not counting Namor's uh, <laughs> sinister scheme. scheme. Uh, so yeah, messaging and purpose. I'm, I'm that was gonna be my ten. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a ten all across. Of course. Why are you laughing? You why? Why are you laughing? It's a good movie. I don't have any like deep thoughts about the cinematography or anything. So I give it a ten. No, I don't. I'm not laughing at you. I just think it. It was one of those things where I was like. Uh, this is gonna get a ten across the board for you from you. <laughs> I just kind of knew it in my heart, cause you liked it. That's fine. It's fair, and you're right. I cried three times, made a weird, <laughs> ugly sound, and was aroused. A ten all across the board. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a nine point five from us, folks. It would have a ten, but Ali is a coward. I am not a coward. I have feelings, and I'm gonna keep those feelings. Thank you. Men, men deserve the right to feel their feelings in this world. Well, sometimes those feelings are wrong, though. I mean, you bottled. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? 
can bottle that up. You hear that, man? Bottle your feelings. <laughs> uh, anyways, a solid 9.5 out of 10 from us. Uh, it was a great movie. You should definitely watch it. I know that there's been some, like, people have been not loving it super much. <laughs> that was a weird way to say that. Uh, it hasn't been the most popular. Uh, and I think that's just because they're comparing it to the more like action-packed number yeah, one been doing that and like this even, is this is not supposed to be, this was not meant to be the action-packed one this yeah. is not meant to be the explosive one even with the the most recent four it's like all of that lead up all of that action has happened so now we need to have lead up again yeah. so like these are basically is basically Thor 1 now and mm -hmm. Black Panther 1 now. So, like, you can't always just expect constant greatness. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are great movies, but, like, constant action, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, they have to go through these, you know, character moments. They have to develop reason and, you know, a purpose, and they have to have, I don't know, a reason to do literally anything. Yeah, they have to build storylines again. <laughs> They can't just immediately jump into like, all right, here's the conqueror. Yeah. What's his name? Kong. That's his name, right? In the from the Loki show. Yeah. Yep. Because he's he's gonna be the next uh, the next uh, Thanos, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so like, the fact that people are, you know, fussing about it is insane. Like, come on. Yeah. At this point, Marvel is its own sentient being. And pe people just <laughs> worship it. I need to chill out. <laughs> for real. Uh, but yes, uh, that's good. Do it for us. Thank you for listening. I hope you got the chance to watch the movie before you heard us uh, spoil everything. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and I hope you agree with us because we're right, of course. So, see you next time.